feel free to just go with the flow. Copy that. So, I'm terrible at doing my own podcast, and I don't have a drink, but he does. I'm sure Jason doesn't like sugar-free, but that's what we're going to have. Probably, probably not a fan of it. I mean, they, they've gotten this taste down pretty well, honestly. Well, uh, you couldn't cheat this time and beat me at opening it since I'm the only one who brought it. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't exactly pop on three. I should I should have just screamed three really quick when you yeah as soon as you, you popped yeah. it. Yeah. There you go. Oh uh, yeah, please don't. It's got a little, well, yeah. It definitely tastes different than like normal Dr Pepper. Yeah. I've gotten but used to it. But it's not bad though. I mean, that's all I drink is non-sugar stuff, so right. it tastes pretty good to me at this point. But. Yep, that helps helps you out a lot. Um, don't really need an introduction for you since you've been on already, but for those that are new, this is Adam Kringle, yeah. and uh, he's a power lifter, yeah. and also my uncle, Ooh, hey. and <laughs> also bald. <laughs> I don't think you need to say that part. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so did anything interesting happen to you this week? Oh, this week. Uh, just like last time, nothing much. I don't do much. Yeah. Uh, between lifting and working, that's, uh, that's about it. Yeah. So, a lot of birthdays. Yeah, yeah. Cute. I had a birthday this birthday party this week. My birthday is in a couple of days. Yeah, and we celebrated my daughter's birthday. Yeah, on, same right, day. and it's the same. And that was actually yeah. her birthday yeah, was, was my birthday party, birthday. yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it kind of gets started. So w when we ended the last one, I was going to the Indiana State Championships. Mm -hmm. um, I won first place and best male lifter overall, which is the first time I won that. Uh, they give out, uh, it's pretty explanatory, but I mean, you give one to the, one award goes to the male, one, you got one for female. And uh, it's based on how much you lift also versus your weight. That way it's even across the board. Right. So someone like you, uh, you know, lifting more weight per your body weight versus me, you can be, even though my weights are higher, right? but it, it evens it out, makes it fair for everybody. Right. And does that include form and stuff too? Uh, what do you mean? Like the best getting best lifter, does that just matter for your weights or, or does that include like subjective judgment at all? Okay. So yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. So when you do bench press, squat, deadlift, there's commands to each one and there's certain form to each one that you have to uh, do based on what group you do because they kind of change but for the most part they're about the same but there's some small changes depending on what group you're competing with mm -hmm. um, so like the one I do your feet have to be flat on the ground when you do bench press uh, some people like to get up on their tiptoes yeah you can't do that your feet have to be flat hmm. uh, your back your upper back cannot come off the mat and neither can your butt but the middle of your back can come up so you've seen some where people are very flexible they can like really get that arch in their body Darren. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't I, actually I, seen I, him so i don't know oh really you've yeah. never seen theron bench no not since he was like high school last time i saw him which was you know it may have been a like two years ago but he would he still had the same form okay. 
right. which is not you know i don't really remember uh but yeah you they allow the arch i think mainly because you can't you can't give a specific height like how much you can flex or whatever right you know so i think there's a reason why they can't you know that put a specific rule on that like but not come with a pad is very explanatory back not coming off Right. Everybody has an arch. Some people can arch more than others. Right. And when you get you get some that arch like really high, and they're only benching like this far, you know. Hmm. Uh, and you know, people have complained about it, but it it doesn't break a rule. Right. So, but uh, yeah, each one has certain rules. Deadlift, uh, and you have to go on their commands. You know, they tell you down to, to bring the bar down for bench press, and there's a pause. You can hit your test. You, mm -hmm. you actually pause, and they tell you to right. press, and then rack. And if you do any of that before they say it, yeah, it's no good. Yep. 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 So, I mean, they, there are kind of rules like that. Um, but if you mess up, it's a no lift. So it doesn't, doesn't count. Okay. So it doesn't matter if you get it or not. If you didn't follow the correct commands, then it's no good, even if you get it. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you, do you always practice as if that is what's happening? Uh. Yes and no. Uh, when I get closer to time, for sure I do. Um, like right now, I'm eight weeks out from my next one, uh, and probably get about down to like the five week, four week period. I'll start really focusing on uh, unracking and giving a second, like for a down command, and then pause. And now I always pause on the chest, no matter where I'm at, because mm -hmm. that's just part of the form as far as uh, as far as doing the, the bench press, anyways. Right. Um, the only thing is like the, the unracking, going down and racking. You know, you know, I don't really worry about that till I get closer. Then I pause and, and pretend like if someone somebody was saying it. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, squats. There's not really anything other than than depth. I mean, they tell you when you can start, and and they don't tell you to come up. Uh, all they do is tell you to to start, and then uh, rack on squat. So you <laughs> come up on your own. Interesting. So if you don't get the depth right, it doesn't count. So there is a depth that you have to hit, and that's right. hips below the knees. You actually have to have that difference. So, and then uh, deadlift, you pull it when you're ready, and then uh, they tell you down is the only thing you get for deadlift when you put it down. Cool. So. cool. Very nice. So um, I think we went over this before, but I don't totally remember. Your strongest lift is deadlift, right? Yeah. Is that where you excel yeah, the most? Yeah, for sure. Right now, that's where I'm excelling. Uh, I got, uh, so in this last one, was not the Indian, so I've actually had one in between that and, and this podcast. Uh, it was up in Chicago, and I accidentally signed up for a non-drug-tested event, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, I got too excited and, and just uh, signed up for one, and it wasn't drug-tested. So, uh, actually, I didn't do too bad. I actually still got third. Um which is pretty good for a non-drug tested one. Right. Um, I was pretty yeah. far away from the first and second place guy in my weight class, though. I mean, it was, it was a pretty good difference. Um, but, I mean, I don't take anything. Um, so, I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage in that type of stuff. Not everybody that goes to those is taking something. Some of them just, they're local guys. And they're like, oh, there's competition, so they'll sign up for it. Right. So, um, but some definitely are, and you can really tell the difference when you're in there. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, I got 609 on my deadlift. Uh, which was very easy it went up very fast i went for 650 and missed it by a hip lockout i got it all the way to the top but i couldn't push my hips through to finish it off and uh so i just barely missed 650. um but we'll be going for i think like 670 in this next one so nice so hopefully i can 
nail that one down. And we're working on some different stuff to help out for finishing on deadlift, getting my hips through, doing banded deadlift. So that's where the bands are wrapped around, like on the floor, and it's usually wrapped on something. Uh, some have, some people have platforms. Um, the one I'm going to, I actually have to use railings off of the uh, rack that he has set up, which, I mean, you've been there, the, those big mm-hmm. tall racks. Yeah. So there's yeah, like yeah. railings on the bottom I can put and wrap mm-hmm. the bands around. So what it does when you get to the top, it's, it's basically pulling back down. So you're really forced to drive your hips through. So, that, so okay. whenever you uh, do that, it makes that part stronger. So hopefully it can, helps me finish out on, on a deadlift. So yep. we'll see how that does. Cool, cool. Not a huge deal, but kind of a huge deal. Um, you might want to talk into the blue light, and that will help like your this. voice. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hear All that right. difference? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I was gonna say, what? What is your next competition? You know, how big of a competition is it for uh, so, you? And so what, this one's gonna be pretty big it? for me personally. Uh, so this one's gonna be in Indianapolis, so not as far away, um, but. This is a qualifier for the championship in November, which will be in St. Louis. Um, And so this one's pretty big. I got to hit it uh, a certain number, which I hit in the last one. So I I have no fear unless unless I get injured. Uh, I should be fine. I should actually be way well over that number. Um, And then I got the championship in November for St. Louis. And then that one hopefully will qualify me for nationals next year, which is in Vegas in July. So that's kind of like my schedule for the future and then you know what i'm trying to hit and go for so awesome awesome so i of course i personally kind of know this and i'm just doing this as like a segue into me bragging about myself okay but yeah, um that's fine uh what kind of uh what sports and things did you do when you were younger and in high school and uh you know things like that. It's kind, Not, of, it's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna like segue into into you bragging. It, yeah, because I have like oh. such a great track record with sports yeah, and things. Okay. You know how? Oh, your medals are still yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, okay. I yeah, I'm you. just being. I thought maybe you were gonna cover those up. Yeah, <laughs> I you probably should have. Because <laughs> uh, like all of my medals, which I like, I have trophies over there too. You know. We should have had. You should have been like having those over here too. Yeah, because. The trophies like actually mean something. Most of these are just like, you did it. Yeah, you're saying I don't see any like. Well, there's like third the, place. The right? wrestling medals are placement medals. Okay. So this is an actual second place medal. I think this was. This was city. So okay. that was. Yeah. This was. Uh, this was state. I think at modern day, yeah, I got third. third. Yeah. Yeah. That's when those are kind of cool though. Yeah. So those are actual placement medals. This is. Not a sport. <laughs> it's for fine arts, but they don't know that. But we did actually win sign language, so that was cool. I like how you like really like sign language. Like, yeah. yeah, that's right. We won group sign language. I know sign language. <laughs> yeah, I don't know sign language, but I know oh. some sign language. I know more than most people. So was that like a third place winner then? Because no, that was we won. Yeah, we won first place. Oh, okay, but so like you can win. And you can also qualify for nationals if you get, like, a really good score, judge score. Okay. So, like, we won first place, but we didn't advance to nationals, so we didn't get, like, a good enough score to advance to nationals. We were still first place at the event. Mm. But, like, in 
poetry, I also went in poetry. I'm going to nationals in August. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so I advanced to nationals. It's, um, I got almost a perfect score. I got a perfect score from one judge, and then I got a, a forty. You know, fifty is perfect. I got right. a forty-nine from one and a forty-seven from another one. Gotcha. And it was, I was really sad because like the forty-seven, I could tell like part of the poem just like went over their head i guess because they they were like you didn't end the poem and you didn't end the poem very well and i was like and the other two people are like i love how how you brought it back together in the end and i'm like how did they not it sounds it it sounds like that one shouldn't have been a judge yeah like maybe they didn't weren't very well they didn't know poetry very well or something Uh, i don't know what you think if they're there they would right right yeah and so, it was a big event you know i do think it's funny that we went from sports sports to, to, poetry. to poetry now well because that's you so see we, we never because i'm not actually very it. good at sports i guess because <laughs> i didn't like win well I, i'm not very good at sports i mean uh, well right powerlifting lifting well lifting uh, is definitely a sport yeah but I, I mean a professional powerlifter is not really on tv you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they don't really consider that to be a worthy it kind sport. of is though well no like, like strong the strong man, man is, is and that, yeah. that's actually like a competition though like they're running right. back and forth like relay stuff carrying heavy right, stuff it's time it's, it's not yeah, just it it, i'll be honest with you i like to compete i don't like to watch it it's boring to watch people power lift because i mean it, they're, yeah it's a static lift you know deadlifts are kind of cool to watch other than that and, it, and it's only like i want to watch like their third attempt like their heaviest weight that's the only ones that are kind of cool to watch but mm-hmm. i mean even as someone who likes doing it I don't like watching people bench press or squat or unless it's just crazy weight. That's the only thing that's fun. Right. You know, if you go right, on YouTube yeah. and look up powerlifting videos, only ones that have views are like, you know, guys bench pressing 800 pounds or more. Uh, there's one here recently that was like 1400, but I mean, he's also equipped, which I mean, that, it's still crazy. I mean, they'll hold that weight above you and they did like a board lift. So they, so they put the board here, and you you have to like touch it and then come up. So he didn't didn't go very far with it, but I mean I couldn't have done that. That's a lot of weight to even just hold above you, even equipped. You know, and equipped. If you guys know what that is, it's he's got like a bench, a shirt on, so it makes everything real tight. Usually okay. they can't even like bend their arms. So when they're going to like lay back, like their arms are stuck like this, and they gotta like squeeze in between the seat and the, the bar, and uh, so they're all wrapped up real tight. So it, I mean. I don't know what that dude could bench without the equipped. I didn't like look to see if he had one unequipped or not, but I mean, I'm sure it's still up there, you know, right. I'm not taking anything away from him, but, uh, I mean, I I feel like equipped. If you do equipped, uh, it's a little easier on your body. Um, yes, you're doing more weight, but like when, you know, when you wrap your knees and you got a squat suit on it just compresses everything it actually helps protect stuff. So, I mean, like, I always thought about maybe doing that when I hit 40 because that way, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm older. I've worn my body out at this point. Maybe I'll do equipped. I can wrap my stuff up and, you know, right. go longer. That probably protects you. Yeah. Yeah. From injury. Yeah. Or, like I said, you do, do yeah. you, you know, you end up doing more weight, you know, so, I mean, I guess it could, I don't know, I guess it could still mess you up depending on how much weight you're doing, but it almost, it's almost like a spring. You know, when you wrap your knees real tight and everything and then you go down and you got a, like a squat suit on so it makes your hips tight. When you go down, you have to have heavy weight to even push you deep enough to hit the point of squatting to count. And then it like almost kind of starts your spring up anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not even, it's not really you till, I don't know, about halfway up. Then it's, you know, all you because all the springs out, right. you know, so. Yep. Yep. 
But talking about judges, by the way. So in this last competition, they had what they called a national judge. So they have like regular judges. You know, they have to go through like a training type deal to be a judge. Okay. Um, and then to be a national judge, they got to do more training. They probably have to do so many events and whatnot. You know, and it's it's also volunteer. They don't make money. Um, I don't know if they make money at a higher level like nationals and stuff or not. I don't know. Most of them are volunteer. So they wear red shirts for regular. Nationals wears blue shirt. So this lady walks in. They're like, oh, no, it's a national judge is here. Because national judges judge you a little bit closer. Okay. You know, so they might actually give you a bad lift where the people in the red shirts would give you a good lift. That's why they're a little more pickier. That's also why they're national judges. A little more, uh, you know, a little more at stake. So... I didn't like her <laughs> and that's the reason why. So it's kind of the same, kind of the same principle in, in a sense. So, uh, I did see, was it? So my first deadlift of six Oh nine, it comes up fast. The problem it comes up faster than I thought it would. So I actually lost my balance forward a little bit, which caused my right hand to dip. So you can't, once you start your motion up, you can't go back down unless you're done with the lift. Otherwise it's bad. You can't go up and down you can't do any like uh, lean back and like jerking on it or anything crazy like that. Right, so right, right. as I'm coming up, uh, I lose my balance a little bit forward and this right side dips just, just a touch, nothing crazy. Uh, left side doesn't. So middle judge gives a thumbs up, you know, up like this. And the one on the right gives me a thumbs down because my right hand kind of dipped back down. The judge on the left was a national judge, gave me a thumbs up, but the table that, records everything is behind her and she keeps her thumb down here by her hip so instead of doing this where they could see it she has her thumb down here and she's just like and I'm standing there kind of like okay and the, the table's like uh, it's uh it's uh you know and they don't know what to announce if it's good or bad because her hands in her lap and it's like you're a national judge you know the tables behind you they know you you know you have to they have to see your thumb and she just kept it down there. And I was I was actually getting irritated at that point. So I'm, so I'm like, I wanted to be like, raise your hand. Like, and I shouldn't have to tell you to raise your hand. So they can tell yes or no or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, mean, I know it's small, but when you're competing and everything, yeah. you know, every little thing can change the whole event for you. Right. And uh, I'm like, this lady's killing me. Like, get your <laughs> hand up. Like, I mean, you know what you're doing. <laughs> right. Way more than the guys in the red, but you still have your hand down here. I don't know. It's just like a little pet peeve of mine. Uh, you know, for that, like, you know, but uh, kind of the same thing. Like she's a national judge. She's yeah. done it plenty of times. She knows what she needs to do and still, still didn't do it. Right. Yeah, so it's kind of like, kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I see what you mean for sure. Um, my proudest trophy is my hunger games trophy. And that I want, that's like the only thing I have that I actually won first place in. Okay. Is that for reading all the books? No. Okay. I actually haven't read any of the books or seen any of the movies. It's not a good start. You don't think you should have that trophy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, I'm the best at the sport. What can I say? I, I didn't know there was a sport. Yeah, so. Do you go out and hunt other people or something? or what? what? Pretty much. Okay. So, yeah, no. Okay. You've got to explain this. It, <laughs> most people watching the podcast probably already know about it. We, I think it comes up almost every single podcast. Really? We, like, it's your fault. You just brought it up. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's my fault this time, but yeah, it's usually my fault. <laughs> um, but you know, it's a pretty big part of my life. So okay. Well, so um, 
you know, this is a sport invented by Isaac, basically. Okay. And we fight each other with Nerf weapons. Yes, okay. So, basically, it seems really nerdy, but you have to be quite physically capable to be able to be good at it. Uh, um, LARPing? Huh? LARPing? What is that? Isn't that what that is? You don't know? Never heard of okay. LARPing. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's Fen- what it's called. It's p- closer to fencing when okay. you're, like, with swords. So, is it only one-on-one? No. So, so here's how the Hunger Games works. Okay. So we have an array of weapons. So it's not just like fencing because we have throwing weapons, okay. like little tomahawks. Yeah, fireballs. And there's some bows and stuff. <laughs> and um, so they're all put in the middle. Yeah. Um, if we can get enough people, we haven't the past couple years. This year it looks like we're going to have enough to uh, divide us into um, districts. That's from the movie, yeah. you know, where right. there's two. Um, so... People can make alliances and stuff, of course, you know, and uh, you fight each other. One, So one hit and you're out. Like it's just oh, one hit, it. you're okay. out. Yeah. So, um, but headshots don't count because we don't want people going for the face. Someone's going to get hurt. Mm. You know, hand shots also don't count because like it just wouldn't really be a game really because when you're, when you're doing sword fighting and stuff, your hands get hit so often. What if you're blocking with your hand? So the first you thing can't. Okay. Right, you can't block with your hand. Yeah, okay. yeah, that is. So if you like caught a sword, right. so you'd I'm be out. Immediately yeah. like my hand doesn't count. All right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you would be out if you like tried to catch a sword. But you can grab like you know the base of a sword or something right. like that. Um, if someone throws a tomahawk at you, if you catch it by the handle, you're okay. No one's ever done it before, <laughs> but okay, you cool. you could attempt. You know. Right. I mean, I've done it before, like when we're playing around, but not ever in the right. actual games. Um. What if you get so hit yeah. by the handle? You're out. Yeah. What? Yeah, you're out. I think it. I think it should. I think you should change that. <laughs> well, with the with the tomahawks, if you get it with the handle, because it's just you can't really tell that well anyway. Right. I guess. It, so yeah. it's just you get hit, you're out. With swords, like you can't hit them with the handle of your sword. But anyway, the the rules are very detailed, and we yeah. spent lots of time on it. Sounds like you so, got it covered. I've tried to catch a few here. Yeah. But you, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So. Anyway, I won last year. This was that was the ninth annual Hunger Games, so I guess you could say I'm the best since I've won once in nine years. But um, well, how many people play? <laughs> um, I think we had about twenty last year. Well, that's pretty good. And we're gonna have, we are trying to get about twenty four this year. That's our goal. I mean, that's pretty out of twenty people, and you win. That's yeah, yeah, good. yeah. And it was all due to strategy. So. Because it's it's very much strategy. A lot of tomahawk throwing versus, like, just being good at combat. You gotta get people on your side. You gotta get people you can trust on your side. And then cut the throats. You gotta. So what I did last year, which is, see, I've never betrayed anyone in the Hunger Games. You almost so, have to. You know, to. like if you if you're allied with someone, you know, you could just kill them. You know. Right. So uh, I've never done that. So people trust me. Um, but I found someone who was willing to betray and so basically i just sent them as a secret agent oh, no. to join now wait a minute. isaac's team 
So, oh, okay. So, so see, he's Isaac's, on your team, but then you make him join the other team. Right. So he's kill. secretly on my team, but he hasn't told anyone. Gotcha. You see, I caught him alone in the woods. Right. Put a gun to his head, told him he had to do it. Uh, Not really, uh, but. Uh, hold on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, it got real um, violent real quick. Um, so, um, I got, you know, I got a decent group around me. Isaac, I always have to kill Isaac because he's never won his own game. That he invented, and yes. I can never let it happen. He's never won uh, the card game either? Oh, well, yeah, he's won that. But okay. well, He invented that, right? Yeah, I'm saying the Hunger Games. Oh, I'm just, just saying just he this has one. Not, he's never won the Hunger Games, gotcha. and he invented the game. Um, So I can't ever let him win. Uh, You know, that's my goal. Now, like, I don't even hardly care so much about winning anymore as right. much as not letting Isaac win. <laughs> so As long as you kill him, you're good, right? Yeah, All yeah. Right. And and my second biggest rival is Zeke, because we've gotten just me and him and one other person multiple times. So the year before last, it, me and him partnered up, just me and him, mm -hmm. and we killed everyone except for one. Like, we did all the killing of everyone oh, really? besides just one other kill. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And there was one other person that was hiding. So, like... You know, different people have different strategies. Some people hide. Some people try to be loners. Some people, like Zeke, is like just a big talker and tries to manipulate people. I'm kind of... I'm kind of a mix of everything. I don't hide at all because it's boring to me, but... Right. I'm not really a talker. I'm more of a fighter, but... I don't know. I kind of avoid conflict too. Like I don't know. I'm just kind of. I'm. I'm an odd one. So, so I gotta. But, I don't yeah. mean to keep interrupting, but I got a question yeah. right now. So like, if me and you were on a team and we yeah. wiped everybody out, so now it's just me and you one on one. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Okay. Now is that how it went down for you? So so here's what happened. So me and Zeke, it's me and Zeke and one other person hiding. We said, okay, we're gonna split up. And whoever can find this person first, kill them, and then we'll fight each other. Well. He found the person first, mm -hmm. convinced them to go with them against me. Oh. So it's two on one. Of course, I died. That's crazy. And then the person that Zeke had made a deal with them that just if they help him kill me, he'll let them kill him. So the other, the the hider won. And uh, so he stayed true to that. Yeah, he did. Uh, I, I I was really gonna say I thought you were gonna say he's gonna turn around. Now they're one on one. I lied. We're gonna be one on one. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, no. I, that's he, what I would have done. Well, the the person was smart too, cause like they did it instantly. As soon as I died, they like they killed uh, him. So he didn't have a chance. He he would have, but also he he had kind. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like his brain. The only even way, if he had planned that, he wouldn't have. The maybe. only way to make a deal to where I'd be like, all right, you win. Would be if we were partnered the entire time, and that was our uh, immediate right. like, beginning deal. Like, well, see, like we're partnered Zeke, up, and then if it's me and you left, I'll let you win. Well, Zeke has done this to me once before. It was me, Zeke, and one other guy, and Zeke was in my district that year. Okay. And he joined with the other guy and killed me. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So I think so. Like I have this thing that Zeke can't win, that Isaac can't win, and Zeke has a thing that I can't win. Kinda. Well, so it sounds like you don't need to partner with them anymore. Yeah. Or fake probably. Yeah. All right. So last year when I actually won, I got someone to infiltrate Isaac's group, and uh, 
we it was really interesting because we've never really had this in the hunger games we had like two big groups of about seven people and we went to war like seven on seven that's cool it was it was really cool and so like during that battle he betrayed them and he got like four of them oh wow before they even realized what was happening kind of yeah that's great and one of those was isaac so i was very happy and then um come on isaac and then near the end eily was hiding and then two i had one other person on my team and the guy that had betrayed and i said hey let's split up and go around this house and we'll meet on the other side you know we're looking for eily and i sent because i felt like since he's willing to betray he's willing to betray us so i sent him off with the other team member oh, and while they were on the other side of the house he killed them oh, okay. and so it was just so then you know i saw he killed her and we faced off and i killed kaiden and then i went and found eily and killed her and of i won course. yeah equal rights equal fights <laughs> <laughs> now i will say you know nothing against uh, uh the hunger game thing it does sound a lot like larping now i could be getting no the name wrong but i'm is. i'm pretty sure that i'm getting the name right and larping is basically what you're saying um but they kind of do instead of the hunger game style they do like knights and uh-huh. stuff but and i've seen some that where they actually do like like they guess they Role have like <laughs> magical powers they like fireball they threw like fire so they'll have like a nerf ball like it's huh. fireball throw it huh. and uh, uh the reason why i even know this is i have a friend who used to do it hmm. so uh and I, th- I think he just did it once uh from what i understand and i think he just did it to i think they just kind of did it as a goof and then right. ended up they ended up doing it but he just did it that one time but i'm fairly certain that's what it's called and it's very similar to what like kind of you guys are explaining but mm-hmm. Uh, like instead of like zones or what or districts, they, they, you know, they had just, you know, whatever, like the, they have, they have one guy, it's kind of like the, the King, you know, and, uh, he kind of leads his group and they have another guy that leads his group. So kind of like the same type mm-hmm. of stuff, you know, they yeah. got the foam swords and yeah and all that. It's so cool. it's cool. Yeah. We do. And we do a bunch of different game types too. But like that's like the main Hunger Games. I just that's, where, that's where all the clout comes from. I just, I just so me watch. too. I'm a projectile guy because it's way s- safer. Well, yeah. I mean, I can if you're you running know? at me with a sword, I got a yeah. pretty good chance of hitting you. Yep. Yep. I'm I'm very much a projectile guy. <sighs> Although you know, I, I feel like you should take away the the head thing. <laughs> yeah, you get hit in the head. I mean, hey, that's part the of thing it. Thing is, <laughs> you wanna you wanna talk about sports now. You know, and head injuries. Oh, you, know, you got those. On. Yeah, I definitely have those. <laughs> I have a lot of those. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, you play football, you get hit in the head a lot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So and I'm glad I never basket, did it. Basketball, it happens too. Yeah, I've gotten quite a few concussions from basketball. Yeah. Elbow, and elbow in the face. That's you know. Yep. Pretty common. Yep. Uh, but no, that sounds fun. So, what do you think about how you should treat wait staff? I'm sorry. <laughs> How do you how do you think you should treat waiters and waitresses and stuff? Uh, it's all based on them. Okay. So if I if we were to go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and they're polite, I'll be polite. I mean, uh, right. I usually always try to leave a pretty good tip because they usually don't make that good of money. They, you know, they make most of their money on tips. Right. For sure. Um, yeah. I usually will leave a little bit more if it's the holidays. You know, if it's you know Christmas stuff, I'll leave a little bit more. Um, but I have one pet peeve. 
if my glass is empty and you're you don't unhappy. come back for a while, you're not checking on me because that's your part, it's part of your job, regardless of how hard it is or whatever. Now, I will take some things in consideration. If it's completely packed and they're short-staffed, it's, you know, I take that in consideration. But it, there's been times where, like, I'm not, you know, me and whoever I'm with or whatever, we're, like, the only ones in there. There's maybe, like, a couple other people. And I got an empty glass. And I've had to eat, like, my entire food and have nothing in the cup because they never come back to check. That's when, you know, either they don't get a tip. <laughs> you know, I show my unhappiness with the, with the worth. I have, and, and that happens at a regular job. You know, if you're oh, not yeah. as good as the person next to you, unless you're union, but if you're not union, <laughs> you know, you're not getting the same raises as the other guys that are doing the better work. You're not getting the same bonuses, you know, and you're also probably not treated as well. You know, if you're working harder than I am, the boss is going to like you more than me. He's going to give me crap, you know, and gonna let you kind of maybe get away with a little bit more here and there. Yep. Unless you know. you're related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That might be a little different there. But, uh, you know, I, I base it off of, of them, you know, and how they do their job. And, and if they do like a really outstanding job, I, I'll, I'll leave more than I normally would. And I've had that happen a couple times, you know, like they're really cool. Interject. They want to talk. Um, they're constantly checking on you. Const- you. I mean, there's been times where I got a half a glass, and they bring me a whole glass. You know, I mean, that's. I mean, that, those are the people that I give a little extra to. Cool. Awesome. What do you think about like the instigator type of customer that like like constantly asking for little yeah. things I, and like. You know what I'm saying? So now, um, there's someone in my family, not not your side, uh, but there is somebody in my side of the family that does this. And uh, I mean, he doesn't watch this, so I don't care. But I'm not gonna say his name either <laughs> way. But he he does that, and it, it's embarrassing for me a little bit because I'm like, you know, and they they this person always kind of had like a little bit of a, a rude way of bringing it up too, mm-hmm. you know, which they look at it kind of like, kind of the way I look at it. So if I don't get emotional about it. Right. You know, they're, they're, yeah, exactly. They're, yeah, yeah. They're thinking of it the same way I do, but they get emotional about it. Like, like, well, where's my drink? Or, well, I asked for ranch and there's no ranch. You know, I mean, it's like, yeah. pull back, pull back a little bit. Yeah. You know, or they would go to a Mexican restaurant and be like, well, these chips are cold. We need fresh chips. I'm like, just eat them. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I, I get it. Cold chips suck over warm chips or, you know, whatever. But also, I'm it's not, not going like to send it back. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, that's kind of the point of the tip is like you pay that part afterward. Right. Like it's not something you didn't like pay for the chips directly. Right. You didn't, you know what I'm yeah, saying? You're paying They're, for the service that you're getting. So I mean yeah. that, but, but that all does. Now I, I do put all that towards the chip. Okay. We had cold chips. Mm-hmm. All right. And you knew yeah. they were cold. You brought them out here. So right. Exactly. You what That's me. what I'm saying. So you know. like, it's kind of like, and I'm, like and really I'm you saying, deserve hot chips you know what i mean <laughs> right and i'm not saying it's rude to ask for hot chips or warm chips or your ranch or whatever but you can do it without an attitude you know because mm-hmm. it doesn't make them want to bring that to you because now they feel like they're being forced to right you know right. what i mean like oh now i, I gotta get this guy's whatever you know mm-hmm. and now eh, who knows? maybe they're spitting in it <laughs> yep. you know you never know uh but yeah, I, I, it embarrassed me. I, I don't like being there when that happens, you know. Yeah, but. yeah, man, it's rough. How many do you do that? What no. do you do? Oh man, I, I don't like talking to waitresses and waiters very like, much like at, at all. all? No, nah. oh. like 
Like I'm almost. I, so you know those guys that point out what you want on the menu? Just like I want. No, no, I'm brave enough to speak, but like, I'm like the person that gets really embarrassed when your parents try to use a Mexican ass- accent when they order Mexican food. <laughs> That's very, very, very white. It's whiteness right there. <laughs> and uh, the but the like, goal to just use an accent. <laughs> you know, I don't know why I'm. It feels like Americans are the worst at copying accents because we like, don't have one, or we think we feel like we don't have one. Right. I, I think I think we feel like that's some people's identity in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like you know, some some Asians that that come across they have an accent or right. Hispanics or really anybody, even other whites that come from like Ireland or they right. they have they accents, cannot you know? they we cannot copy a British accent. I've right. never seen an American copy uh, a British sure accent. Can. I'm sure there's like I'm one sure or two few very few people out there that can do it well. But but it's it is weird because I feel I think it, I think it's because we almost want an accent, but I think here is the thing I, <laughs> yeah. I think we do <laughs> we do have accents. If, if you if yeah. you just go around the United States in general, oh yeah, we do have accents, and depending yeah. on where you are from, you have one. Right, you know, the South has theirs, the North has theirs. I mean, anywhere you go, right? Like you were saying, theirs right there. Yeah. And most people say theirs. Yeah, uh, that's you know? probably just like a I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't know English too good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah. think that's has a lot to do with it right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting because like even though I grown up here my entire life, the accent around here bothers me a lot. Really? Because I guess because my parents are kind of California, you know, grew up in California, and so I talk like I'm from California. I have very similar dialect. I, you know, I have got a little bit from here. Right. You know, little bits, but like most people around here bug me the way they talk. So I think a lot of it's forced around here. Now, I've always been told I have a slight southern accent. Nothing crazy, but, I, you know, uh-huh. especially when I go up north. So I traveled for work uh-huh. up north, and they actually, in that, so it was in Michigan. So it's not crazy north, but um, right. I kind of expected them to have a little bit of a northern accent. Uh-huh. They did not. They did pretty, pretty plain, normal, you right. know. And I go, oh, you guys don't have a, you guys don't really have a northern accent. And uh, and some lady goes, well, I'm I'm detecting a slight southern accent from you. And I go, really? I go, I, I didn't know I even had that, <laughs> you know. But the, there's some people here that really hit that twang, yeah. like, and I think they just lean into it. I don't think yeah. it's necessarily something that's here, but I think, you know, we live in a small town. We're mm-hmm. a country style town. You know, a lot of people fish, hunt. You know, oh yeah that's that's the main it, living for here yeah it's actually kind of less there's less accent here than you would think right with the culture you know what i'm saying like and, but there, and there's some that that really lean into it and they mm-hmm. get then they lean into it for so long well that, see that's, that's what, what bothers me yeah is when it's like you're like changing your accent for your culture and i'm just like dude yeah and i, I th- and i think that's what it so is corny. But, 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 the, but the problem is like usually their whole group does that right so they don't you know yeah and i don't even know if people necessarily do it on purpose you it know if be. you're someone who lives here and your friends have a slight southern accent when you're younger and you listen to country music all the time so you're constantly getting that type of yeah vernacular like the big word and i don't even know what it means i don't know if i use it right you did yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh you know so I, I think they just they hear it all the time through the music their friends talk that way they sort of talk that way and i think over time they, they feel like that's their normal way of right. talking i don't and right yeah 
and I don't even know if they could change it now. You know, when they mm-hmm. they hit their thirties and they're talk, talking like that, I don't think they can change it. You yeah. Know? So yeah. I I don't I don't know. That's what I think it is for this area because we're not really southern. I mean, right? No, I find I find like most people kind of change. You know, they change the tone of their voice when they're telling jokes. You know, like you know, you talking about like actual like comedians or just people? No, in general? people in general. At least I've found that. Well, I've found about myself, and it annoys me, is that like so a lot of times when I go to tell a joke, yeah. I'll use like a more country accent, and I'll be like, "Why am I talking country right now?" now and you, it really bothers. Is that part of the joke though? Or are you telling no. something that's no? It's just like, like because I'm being sarcastic or something just because you know like i'm trying to show an inflection in my voice that i'm not being serious right but for some reason country is what i go to and it's really weird it's your real voice coming out (laughs) no (laughs) you're relaxing you're trying to be silly and that's what comes out man that's why it's all right (laughs) (laughs) please no Uh, oh no i don't know i mean it's I think it's I think some people just lean into what they what they want to sound like. I mean, ch- check out the bayou. The people down there, Louisiana, I mean, they're like another country when it comes to talking. <laughs> yeah. You know, we get these guys in on barges, you know, at work that mm-hmm. I mean, I can't understand what they're saying. And it's like, are you like I know my English is bad, but yeah. I don't know what you just said to me. Yeah. For you sure. You know, and just getting their name is tough sometimes. I mean, it's Yeah. And, and I mean, and that's why do they talk like that there? That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just I understand if you're like far north, close to Canada, you know, they speak uh what what are the languages they speak in Canada? Uh French? Is that right? Right, yeah, French yeah, Canada. So, yeah. So I understand like if you're like really far north, maybe your family's from Canada or you got friends and you're right there on that border maybe. You know, I can understand maybe having that there. But you know, getting some crazy accent in the middle of the United States is nuts. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Because <laughs> if you go further than that, they're, they're fine. It's like it's only in that area. It's not like it's, a, you know, all around. It's right. just that one spot, and then that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. <laughs> so, coming off of our country, what do you think about country music? Because I have a very strong opinion. Oh, no. Uh, so... I like older country, so I like Buck Owens. Uh, I mean, everybody likes Johnny Cash. If you like country in general, I mean, that's kind of one of the main. You know, um, I just kind of like a little bit older stuff and kind of stuff I grew up with. Um, mm-hmm. So like '90s country, um, you know, Garth Brooks, uh, stuff like that. But I don't really like the newer stuff because I have a hard time saying that it's country and not pop. It sounds like pop to me, and mm-hmm. they sing with the accent. Right. So it's not even country music being played. It's like pop music, like a right. Justin Bieber song, but then they're doing like a, a twang accent and singing about trucks right. and dogs yeah. and going hunting. And it, it does, that's not country music in my opinion, but it's also generation. It's a generational thing. Yeah. It changes all the time. You know, now I do like older country before my generation. You know, Buck right. Owens and stuff is well, before my generation, but I like Buck Owens. Right. Well, I just find, like, there's actual genuine songs in older country. Like, right. you know, they have, like, different topics they go to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the song follows a topic, and it might actually be a creative idea. Right. Instead of just, you yeah. know, recycled 
lyrics over and over again. Yeah, and I, the reason I think I passionately hate pop country so much or modern country, you know, it's interesting. I wonder, because I've never found like a modern country, you know, in the modern era country artist that makes good music yet. I haven't found it. I'm sure they exist, but they're probably small, you know. So so I will say for, for me just in general as music is mm-hmm. I like all types of music. Mm-hmm. Now, there's not one type of music that I like over anything else. I'm not, I don't stick to one type of brand. I will say as far as it's considered... How about opera? Opera? There could probably be some songs there. I like Ave Maria. That's <laughs> okay. opera, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, now granted, that's the only song I can pull out of my head that, <laughs> that's opera, but I mean, I could like some of that stuff. That's fine. Now, I don't know if I go to an opera show and be fully invested. <laughs> I may bring up my phone and watch some YouTube. I don't know. Uh, but I will say... That when it comes to country music, there's a thing called country rap. Mm-hmm. And there are some artists like Adam Calhoun and Ryan Upchurch. I could say that's That I like some of their stuff. Rap. Now, Ryan well, Upchurch Adam, does do some see, I don't like actual country Ryan, songs, too. Right. As Adam well as Calhoun is... He's actually good. Like, he's yeah. actually good at rapping. Where, like, there is definitely, like, country rap that I've listened to where I'm like... You're just trying to get on the rap train, and right. you don't know what you're doing. Right, yeah. I mean, and, well, you're always going to you know, have that. You're yeah, have that, you have that I mean, in every genre. But, but I, I mean, I love Adam Calhoun's stuff for the most part. Now, he's got he's some songs good, I don't yeah. like. I mean, you're not going to like no. Oh, good job. Ruin or spill our one soda well, we have. I, I, I spilled it on myself first, and I was like <laughs> panicking, trying to get it down here. And then, uh, uh, but, you know, so as far as country goes, as far as like stuff that's out now... Uh, I mean, I kind of listen to, I kind of go more that direction, I guess. Interesting. Um, I'm sure if you sat me down and, and had me listen to all the new country songs that are out right now, I, I could probably find one or two that I do like. Right, of course. Um, yeah. But I like some, some like regular, not country, I like regular rap. There's some regular rap that I like. There's some regular pop, like even like right now that I like. The pop when I was a kid, I liked a lot of it in the 90s, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like all genres of, of music. There's... I can always find something in that area that I like. I like even like without words, like techno stuff. There's some techno stuff I like. You know, it's it's uh-huh. weird. You know, yeah. Uh, Kayla, my wife finds it very strange because <laughs> she's like, "What do you what do you listen to this week?" Because it's, it's always different. You know, because I'll, I'll just cool. I'll, I just jump on like one group. Oh, it's cool, and I do listen to all this stuff, and then I'll just randomly find something new, and I'm I'm hooked on that for a while. Cool. You know? So, cool. um, right. So what I was gonna say is why I feel like I passionately hate pop country so much is because I feel like in a way it's representing me because I live so much in the country, you know, and I feel like people listen to that and they see me and where I live and they think, Oh, he's that culture, you know, and I hate that. And I feel the same way about Christian music as well, because I feel like it somewhat represents me and I'm it makes me angry, but now, I don't know. Now, I will say with you, uh, I could I could see where you maybe see the Christian music part. Uh, I don't look at you and think a country guy. Right, and that's you don't, what I'm saying. You don't wear... So, I, I, don't, I don't feel like... No, it rep- I don't wear jeans I don't feel like boat. it represents well, I wear you. Jeans, but- I feel like it only represents you, or you should feel like it represents you, is if that's what you like and that's what you look like. You don't wear the country clothes that they wear. 
Right. You don't drive a big jacked exactly. up truck. But, so I don't feel but like. But I do actually live in the country and okay, I do actually but, hunt and I do actually fish and do all right. these things the people in Nashville pretend they do. Right. But I, I don't feel like you should feel like that, that represents you at all. Well, I, I don't. And, but people perceive it that way and it makes me angry. Are you sure? Well, has, no, has but that's, that? no, but that's just my um, reaction if, to if it. You, what if, I, what it's I probably mean, not true, but that's what I feel so, like. So what I mean by, like, if you were to go to Chicago or a big city away uh-huh. from here, are they going to go, yeah, you're from a small town, with, with just no. looking at you? No. Right. So it's, yeah. it shouldn't bother you. Right. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, if, yeah. But if you wore, like, camo and you looked like you came from the country and went to a big city, yeah, they're going to go, yeah, that's that guy. He's got, he probably has a big jacked up truck and a dog. He's his wife. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, all the stereotypes of of a country guy. But you don't look the part. Right. So nobody's going to look. Now, when we live in this area, uh, everybody, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even if you were in probably in town, nobody's going to go, yeah, I guess from the country. I probably think you live in Mount Vernon, like the city. Right. Yeah. Because you don't look the part of someone who lives where you live. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I went... Uh, me and my friend were attempting to magnet fish. We'd never done it before, but all all we got was a piece of barbed wire. That's the best we got. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, gold coin. <laughs> <laughs> so we went out to the bridge, you know, on the yeah. way here, and you know, I, I never have to go there because we have the creek on our property, so we right. can bow fish and stuff from here. Um, but you know, there's people that go out there and bow fish and stuff, and you know, a guy came out there. That, like, I play basketball with and, like, I've known for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you, you know, I just, like, somehow the conversation came up to where he knew that I lived around right there. And he's like, oh, you live out here? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, but people don't think right. that, see me. So you, so again, yeah. you shouldn't feel like it represents you because it does not. Yeah. In any way. And nobody knows really where you're from outside of you know your little you know your friend group well, family right but here here's the problem okay is that i feel like they they represent what like country living is like so so you and mean i i do really like country living but they have like a twisted version of it Whoa. but i don't okay i don't understand why it bothers you i guess because so people that live in big cities they see like the music videos and they hear the music uh-huh. and they think oh like that's country living when, right and it's not correct but what does that matter they're not gonna like oh I'm gonna go live in the country now no they're gonna stay in the city more than likely right well, what's it matter what they think it just bothers <laughs> I feel like it's mip-rip. because here's the thing we have you know people who live in this area we have our perception of people who live in in the cities who people live in right. big cities you know right you know and then nothing's gonna change that you know and, and the music is the same way for them that you know it really pushes what we think about them i guess yeah even country music pushes our thoughts of what we should think about them too you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean so yeah, yeah. Yeah. i mean it's it goes both ways for but sure, but if yeah. you've ever been to a big city or have friends who live in big cities you know that that's not the truth for everybody yeah now we'll say some of the songs do represent some people who live out yeah. here yeah uh, that's that's for sure you know that's that's very true if i was gonna be a country singer and sing about my hometown and stuff that you know a lot of singing about meth 
<laughs> yep, for sure. You know, I mean, yeah, me yeah. and my friends don't call this meth vernon for anything. No, you know, no, there's no, no. there's a reason. Yeah. So, I guess there could be worse things you could sing about. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> representing someone like you. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have bad teeth, but it's not from meth. I promise. He's, he's lying. <laughs> he's actually 52 <laughs> well in that case I look really good oh yeah <laughs> oh my uh, gosh I had some I had something in my brain before the country music thing I was like we need to go to this topic now but it was it was like a total shift okay I don't remember what it was you got anything do I got anything? Sure. Uh, the Communist Party. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Fourth of July is coming up. I'm very happy about that. Always yeah, excited. Yeah. Um, oh, we always have two parties normally. So uh, I'll celebrate with your family and I'll celebrate with my friends. And uh, I got a new shirt. Have, nice, I shown, nice. have I shown you that? I don't know. I don't think I have. So it's actually got Biden on the shirt, and it says Mary Fourth, and it says uh, what was it? Uh, oh, uh, you know the thing. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, but because uh, it like is his face really big, and it just it's like it's pretty decent cuts, right here. Yeah, it's like cuts right out here. your nipples for eyes. Because that no, would be nice. That'd be cool, but it's right in the middle. Yeah. So if I cut his eyes out, you just can see a hairy chest. Or make right it for for his ears. Oh, that'd be cool, I guess. Well, I think his face is sideways, so it'd be like one uh, ear. Just got to get him out somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can cut holes in your shirts, and if you want nipples out, I mean, that doesn't really, you know, it doesn't have to have a purpose. <laughs> just just to do it, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, if that's what that's what we're going to do. Yeah, I mean, you just want people just to be like, hey, Adam, what, hey, Hey Adam. Well, you they know, already do that it. with my Fourth of July shirts. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, oh, my, yeah. I, I cut a midriff anyways. Yep. And I'm not yep. a person who should wear a midriff shirt, <laughs> so I'm already, you know, yep. eye candy. So I don't need yep. nipples out too. Yep. Yep. It'd probably be too much for people. Yeah. Probably, they'd probably tell me to leave. Yeah. You'd get kicked out of the family. <laughs> yeah. Like you're okay. We're okay with you cutting the shirts off, but you know, leave your nipples hidden. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> yep. For sure. Be some real fireworks going off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did we even did we do Fourth of July last year? I don't remember it. Oh, we yes. went out to Nathan's. Yeah, we went out to Nathan's. Yeah, I had yeah. I had work the next day, so I had to leave before they did fireworks. Um, yeah, I, I told, don't. So I I have work actually again um, the next day oh, from Nathan's. So I don't know if he's doing fireworks. I don't. Uh, know. I think he actually decided. I, I believe he decided not to do fireworks this year. You know, I don't know that he should. He doesn't have the best track record. I, and he knows that. And uh, I'm not, cause I'm I, just not a big fan of fireworks. I find I them really boring. No way, man. And I, I just find them dangerous and boring. I like, again, I mean, Do my that. dad thinks I'm retarded, but I think it's the best to just go to the riverfront, see the very good fireworks that they put a lot of money that's, into. That's okay. I don't And then that. go home and not do any more fireworks. I don't mind that, but I like both. I like to do both. Uh, I don't think you're retarded. I mean, you're doing poems and stuff, and you got sign language medals. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. Yeah, I won't say that. Okay. <laughs> um, but 
I, it's kind of like I think for me, I get excited about it because it's almost like uh, a Braveheart moment, you know. It's like it's like it's our tradition. You're like we're gonna take off freedom. We shoot fireworks off. I mean, I, I get into it. Um, now I don't dress up a whole lot for our family Fourth of July. Like I'll probably have a shirt with sleeves and a full shirt on. Um, but like the like my friends Fourth of July, I'll have the the short short American flag shirt mm-hmm. or shorts and then the the midriff shirt on. You know, uh, I I go all out usually for that type of stuff and we shoot fireworks off. I mean that's. You know, now I I do have to say the only time where I draw the line at fireworks is I hate when it happens after the fourth. I understand before because people just can't wait to set them off. I get it. Fourth <laughs> now after the fourth, I wish it was just done. <laughs> yeah. At least in town. Yeah, you know, man. We have dogs. You know, we got little kids, and I got work. You know, so I'm waking up at, you know, 11 o'clock at night with flashes in the window and, and fireworks going off. Now, before the 4th, I don't get mad. The four, And, of course, on the 4th, I'm fine. But after the 4th, especially when it's like a week later and you still have, and it's like, give it up, guys. <laughs> How do you still have fireworks? You know, yeah. you should have shot them off already. You know, uh, that's just my own problem with it. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, you got anything else? Because I got a side note of something, if, if not. Go for it. If we're just rambling anyways. Pretty so, much. Pretty much. Uh, kind of back to the powerlifting thing. If if anybody who listens to this gets into any sport, I would probably say go to a physical therapist. Yes. I I found this out a little late, unfortunately. Um, you know, my dad never did this stuff. I, you know, I didn't, I just kind of getting into it. And I actually, so in this last one, I bench pressed the same in the last two competitions. Uh, I did 385 in the Indiana State Championship, which was a PR for me. And that's about what we were going for. And uh, felt fine. It went actually really smooth and easy. Probably definitely could have got more, but still, still PR went up. Um, in this, between this training period, I actually hurt my soul, shoulder so much that I couldn't bench press for four weeks. So I took four weeks off through a training period, which is not good if you're wanting a PR. <laughs> and then the the last four weeks, only had it only gave me four weeks because I got like the first three weeks in, four weeks couldn't do it, and then the last four weeks I did, but I tried to just do the sets. I didn't do anything extra because it was still sore, still hurt, and it still is. And so I, you know, I got 385 again, but it, I had to really push to get it. I mean, I had to give everything I had to just get the same amount. Um and I started going to a physical therapist. Obviously, when I first couldn't bench, it hurt so bad. I started going to a physical therapist. I've been going, and I've got fixed a lot of other ailments in my hips and my legs and, and really keeping healthy. Now, my shoulders still hurt, unfortunately. That's one we just can't uh, get to stop. And I don't know if it's because I don't because I, I don't stop lifting. You know, I mean, other than those four weeks, that's the longest I've had off in the past two years in lifting because that's all, you know, I go right into the next training period for the next competition right after that competition is done. I give myself about a week, and after that, I'm right back into it. So physical therapist, I also see like a, kind of like a sports specialist massage uh, lady as well, um, and she can really, you know, hit certain muscles and tendons and really hit certain spots. That <laughs> sounds weird. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, it's fine. No. And uh, – but you know, if anybody's doing anything, even sports related, period, um, and you're trying to stay active, you even just like you know, even if you're someone who feels good, 
like once once a month you can just go to the physical therapist they can kind of you know have you do certain stretches help you get more mobility uh i didn't realize how uh like zero like, like zero mobility i had i didn't realize it <laughs> so as they started having me go through stuff right. and and you know here she is like doing a certain stand she can bring her knee all the way up and i, I move my foot off the ground like this far that's all i got you know and i'm like i got like no movement at yeah. all you know yeah, so bad. uh but of course that's just years of of not moving you know yeah and then now trying to do all this stuff after not doing anything for years so <laughs> yeah yeah i had the same experience with my back which i already told you about this somewhat yep. but you know they would do things like you know put their hand on here and you lift up yep. and like the discrepancy between my legs was so massive it mm-hmm. was unbelievable and you know it's all because of my back and dude i for years i couldn't even touch my toes and you know after like a month now i can touch my toes again i have zero pain yep absolutely it's, it's crazy what you'll put up with too yeah and, and and just not know like i didn't know certain things you know but i'm pushing so much weight and i'm trying to use everything that i have that now that like certain things are coming uncovered that i got issues with that i didn't know i even had issues with because when you go from when i was i was just doing work worked every day that's all i did was that was on the, that a knock on the door nope no they're no they're no. in the drawers there yeah. yeah uh but you know that's all i did was work every day and then come home, take a shower, lay on the couch, do nothing. You know, right. so it, it probably would have never been uncovered uh, had, you know, having to do this. I, my upper back is not uh, activating when I do bench press, which is why I hurt mm. my shoulders. So all my shoulders were taking all the brunt of bench press, and then they shouldn't have been. Um, and then I actually had an issue with, like, uh, certain muscles of my legs weren't activating because I actually started getting some issues with my legs doing deadlift. Um but we got pretty much everything to take care of except for the shoulders. Still can't mm-hmm. quite get the back to do what it needs to do to get the pressure off the shoulders. I'm not 100% on that. I'm definitely still hoping to squeeze out a 400 for bench press. Um, so I'm still able to do all the training so far without uh, a lot of pain. I just have a little bit. So hopefully everything still goes good with that. Cool. cool. Yeah, I start. I started recently doing a thing called F3. It's a, Is that a new drug? <laughs> no. Yeah, I thought you looked no, no. a little bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, it's just a group. Um, it's a national organization. It's uh, founded by the military, I believe, and it's just like a group of guys. They meet and work out. No, you like watching through videos through these, or is it like no, a group you're meeting with? Meeting with, yeah. That okay. we meet at the high school. Okay. And. Uh, it's ba- we basically do like you know military type training or like football kind of gotcha. it's those kind of things mm-hmm. um so you know we're doing tons of squats tons of push-ups tons of sit-ups you know right. and uh man when you when you're doing things like that where you do full burnouts and stuff you engage different muscles you know when you burn out oh, that yeah. you didn't even know you had right you know and it finally gets engaged and then you start actually having that muscle to use and it's really interesting you know but yeah it's been great i i can only do it twice a week because of my work schedule right, they yeah, do it that. four times a week but because of my work i can only go twice but but i mean it, if you know what they're doing 
if you have time at the house yeah. or whatever, you can maybe recreate some of those. On yeah, your own. I could, but I just don't have the motivation. <laughs> I, I, you know, uh, Kayla's the same way. She's, she's like, I can't do anything at home. I just, I can't get motiva- motivated here. And yeah. I just like lay down to do a sit up and then I take a nap. You know, it yeah. just, I can't do the it. The atmosphere isn't the same no. going to a gym, especially if you got other people that you're lifting with. But I will say for me, you know, I've lifted alone for so long that it's yeah. actually weird to lift with somebody now. Yeah. Because I, you know, I could never rely on anybody to, to continue to go as much as I wanted to go. So I was at the, cause they weren't going for any other reason than just to build muscle or to try not mm-hmm. to be as fat or whatever the reason is, but yeah. I'm actually going to compete. So I'm very dedicated and going right every week, every day. Yeah, exactly. And so for a while I, I tried lifting partners a couple different times and just, they became, and nobody's ever been reliable enough to do that. So like, I, you know, I show up at the gym at the time we say, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting on them, waiting on them, call them. Uh, oh, they're still asleep. Like, you're, you're kidding me. So, Wyatt. Yes. Yeah, sorry, Wyatt, if you're watching this. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> uh, but Wyatt's not the only one. He's not the only one I, I've lifted with. There's there's a guy who keeps saying he wants to live with me. We lifted together a few times. Um, but, you know, he can't continue to go. And, it, and work schedule is part of it, you know. But when you... You know, ha- you know, set a certain time, and uh, you're the only one sitting around, and you're waiting on them. You're, you know, to me, you're burning up time. So I've learned yeah. to lift alone. And if somebody wants to lift with me, that's fine. This is when I'm going to be at the gym. Oh, I got to, you know, oh, can we go late? No, this is when I'm going. If you're not going to be there, it's fine. If you can't be there, that's fine. No big deal. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't, I'm, I'm no longer going to put my time around somebody else yeah. to try to meet up because no one else is reliable enough to do that Mm -hmm. so if i can meet up with somebody who is doing the same thing i'm doing and also kind of on the same work schedule right but you know i got wife and kids they do sports so it's not even necessarily always the same time that i go yeah and if and if it's my if it's my day off i'm going in the morning if i'm working i'm going after work so it's not it's not always the same time for me either so it's that's also tough yeah so but uh i almost like it anymore I yeah. like being having the gym to myself too. I don't like right. people watching me. <laughs> you know, I do too. I I actually found that I I do work out at the gym pretty well when I'm by myself. But that was during a time when I was consistently going every day. Yep. I went on my lunch break, and recently I have been able to just because my work schedule that you know they're just yep. pressuring me more hours, more hours, more oh, hours. Oh yeah. So that that's always gonna happen. You know, so kind of cut my gym time out so i was i'm really happy to have people do it with because it keeps me motivated when you haven't gone in for a week and then you go right. in there and try to lift it's just like i, I will say depressing you know for, for people who are saying like i don't have the motivation to go to the gym and and all this stuff it's it it doesn't take long before it becomes a habit right you know it's so true, like yeah. at, at you know i had to force myself in the very beginning to go to the gym and then, you know, to be consistent, I knew I had to be consistent and would go. You know, so everybody always gets that first week or two down because they're motivated within that week or two. Right. And then they're kind of like, oh, well, I'm tired. I'm sore. I had a long day at work. Then they start using excuses in their own head. Now, it, I have excuses constantly that pop up, but I just ignore them. I keep going. And sometimes it makes for a really crappy lift day. You know, like a, a lot of negativity. Right, yeah. I had a, you know, especially if I have a bad workout for whatever reason, you know, uh, my diet wasn't good enough. I ate a bunch of junk. So, 
now I feel fat and bloated and I have a horrible lift that that will actually carry on into the next lift day. And uh, then I'm all negative, like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, I don't, you know. And then usually once I get the first set in, I kind of snap out of it. But it, you know, it, if you go, I bet if you can make three, four weeks of going every day, it becomes a habit. And then, like, for me, it becomes a thing of I have to go. I can't miss a day. If I do, I go right. nuts. Yeah, yeah. I'm at that point where if I miss a day or if I if it's my workout day and, like, guys are wanting me to come hang out and do stuff, I, I, I won't. I'm like, no, I'm going to the gym. I'm sorry. You know, I got friends that want to go fishing, want to do other. I'm like, no. Like, you know, I got physical therapy at nine. I go to the gym at 10. I'm lifting. And then, you know, after now, I want to get done lifting. If, if something's going on, I'll, I'll do whatever. But uh, that yeah. comes first. <laughs> you know, and, it's, yeah, and most people you have, have finally kind of figured to, it out. Yeah. And you have to, to be able to get anywhere, really. I mean, yeah. you know, I found that. And I, you know, I've maintained pretty well for a long time but yeah you know and that i mean that's something in itself because that takes effort but to actually progress takes a lot of effort well so i will and, say for you like you can if you take time out like you're not gonna get fat not not real fat mm-hmm. not real fat yeah but like, i i do lose a lot I, like you know because i've done it just from you know if you if you look at your family in general, your dad, your, your brother or your yeah. uncle, sorry, your uncles. And, uh, I mean, other than one, <laughs> you know, and, and a lot of it has, has to do with his medication and the yeah. reason why he's bigger. But if he went on that, he'd probably be like everybody else. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. none of them are, are fat, you know, yeah. and, and some are active and some aren't. And, but I, I don't, I think you got good genes passed down to you that I don't think you'll ever have to, have to worry about really being, I want to say real fat, so like, you might be kind of pudgy, but you'll never yeah. be what I you know. I mean, I was three hundred five pounds of just a ball of a butter ball of, of fat, you know. So I don't think you'll ever be that. That's what's what I kind of mean by you'll never be like right. real fat. Right, but yeah, yeah, I can like barely bear when you know I get because like right now I've finally kind of gotten rid of the love handles and like right that. Like when those start coming back, it's like can't bear it. I can't bear to see it. Now, so I got a question for you. Yeah, do you run fast? No, you don't run fast. I mean, I'm pretty fast, but just sprints. Now, I don't mean long distance like miles stuff. I mean like like forty yard dash. Really, I'm not very fast at all. Now, I don't have many people listen to this know you, but you have the legs of a horse. By the way, your your ankles and your feet. Like, like from your knee down is like a solid post. <laughs> so, I mean, I haven't really like tried to race anyone in a long time, but like through most of my life, like through middle school and stuff, like on basketball team, there's like everyone, me, the fat kid. Like that, that's how, like I wasn't last, but I was not keeping up with everyone else that was about my now I I level. will I will say yes everybody has this level of of speed but with practice you could you get faster yeah and you know recently I found that I'm fast you know like on basketball court and stuff I right. seem faster than most people but well you've done that more I'm still not very fast if you like if you practice at just like sprints yeah I, I you know you would obviously get faster yeah you never know course. how fast you can get. 
Yo, uh, a lot of people said I was fast. Yeah, and you yeah. were. Yeah. But that's because I ran. Though I know it doesn't look like it now, but when I was younger, that's all I did. You know, I had I put a hundred pound weight vest on and run forty yard dashes. You know, and then I'd ru- I'd run a mile usually to warm up, and then I'd run run these sprints with with a weight vest on, lift weights. You know, so I ran with weights on all the time. So yeah, I mean, and I didn't play football after freshman year, but I continued to run. So here I am beating out the football team on sprints, and they're like, "Why don't you play football?" And I'm like, "Well, I, I hurt my knee freshman year," and my dad didn't make me quit, but he's like, "You should really think about your future." He's like, "You hurry, hurt your knee. Like if you go, you know, if you go and really hurt your knee, you know, when you get older, you can really regret that." And then here I am lifting heavy weight. So <laughs> yeah, it, it it worked for a few years, getting me to play football, you know, not play football, but I still lifted even then. Uh, so would you say he was right? No. No, no. You wish you played football. Yeah, yeah. I wish I would have finished out. You know, the thing is, I, and it's it's a weird regret, I guess. Like it doesn't mean as much as you get older, but you you kind of hang on to the past a little bit. Your youth is what you kind of hang yeah. on to, and the memories that you you did. And because if you didn't do a, a lot, it, you kind of wish that you did when you were physically able to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know you know. Mean. So yeah. I I got the letter for a letterman's jacket my freshman year. Um, cause I got to play uh freshman. I also got to play on the JV and I got to play two games in the varsity game. Now, granted they, there was, we were up by a whole bunch, you know, when, when they put me out there, I mean, as a freshman, you don't really want a freshman out there anyways. Um, but so, but I got a letter which starts your, your high school letters, you know? So like, so if I would have played on the varsity full time the second year, I would have got a little football and put on the letter, but I don't have that. Cause I didn't play after freshman year and then I didn't play baseball. All I did was lift and that was it lift and party. That was, that was all I did, you know? So, um, but I do, which is kind of cool, I guess, because I do have two medals, weightlifting medals from two years of powerlifting competitions in high school. Um, I think they actually started bringing those back around here. So when mm-hmm. I went, yeah, they did. Yeah. that's what I heard. Um, so I think we went to South Spencer when I went to high school. And that's where the competitions were at. And I don't know where they're having them at or how it's happening, but I'm glad they're bringing them back because I quit doing them. I think almost like a couple of years after I left, they like just stopped doing them for whatever reason it changed. Um, but so I still have something sort of like that. So I guess you could say, you know, because I'm continuing to power lift anyways, it's kind of like, it's kind of like my letters, I guess in a sense, mm-hmm. but it, you kind of look back and go, I could have done more. Right. Wish I would have done more. Wish I would have played baseball, you know, football. Wish I would have done all that stuff. But I guess it doesn't really change now. Right. But it's weird to look back and go, I could have done more. I want to do But what more. if you would have got injured in football? That would have sucked. That would have sucked. It could have happened, for sure. Your chances are pretty high, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, for sure, I could have got hurt. I could get hurt tomorrow in the gym. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Course. Tomorrow's bench press day. My shoulders hurt. So, yeah. <laughs> live, live you know, I, I mean, live, the the, yeah. <laughs> the pain that I have in my shoulder now, this could ag on the rest of my life. You never know. You know, it, maybe it'll never go back to normal. Now, I will say it is a muscle, not like a tendon or like a joint or a bone. So, I I doubt it will affect me forever. I mean, eventually, I think we'll get it because it, it has calmed down a lot. So, I think eventually I'll get out of it. But, I mean, I, I could go in there and squat tomorrow and something pop my knee and that'd be it. So, I mean, I'm still kind of playing with that in a sense, but I kind of plan on when I hit 40, I'm going to stop if I'm still doing it by then. It's kind of my, my goal, 
because I should be able to. Because if I haven't completed what I complete, what I want to complete by I'm forty, it, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, you know. And I'm and honestly, as far as like a prime, I'm pretty much at the tipping point there, now. Yeah. So it doesn't mean I can't get any stronger. They say until you're thirty five. When once you're, you know, I'm thirty four. I'll be 35 then this year. So. Uh, but, you know, they say like at 35, you can continue to get stronger or, or your, your uh, potential keeps going up to your 35. Now, if I haven't met my potential by I'm 35, I could still continue to get better past that point. But I really would like to win worlds before I quit. That's well, that's like my main goal. So I hit if, you know, I qualify for the championship here, qualify for nationals for next year, qualify for worlds the year after that. And that's that's my plan. And hopefully, if I can go and win, win worlds, I'm, I may be done then. That might be, you know, that's, that's my goal. I might yeah, win worlds, and I might, I might just be like, "This is it," you know. And yep. then I'll, I'll go back and slim back down to 215 pounds and and stay there because I was actually going to stay there, and I was staying at 215 for a while. And so I started powerlifting, and my my lifts were going down because I wasn't eating enough right, to, yeah. to do it. And yeah, then I remember like, that. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, you got to eat more carbs. You got to eat carbs. You got to eat more protein. You gotta, if you're wanting to seriously do this, so then I start eating more. And I've been pretty, uh, I've been able to maintain, you know, two fifties area. So I haven't really gone up any higher than that, and I don't really want to be any lower than that. So uh, this is gonna probably be my weight till I quit doing this, and then I'll probably will just slim back down, mm-hmm. and then I don't know, just lift lighter. <laughs> I'll probably still lift, but I'll lift lighter for sure." Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, just real quick, what is your favorite TV service provider? Why? Just, I don't, don't I understand don't, later. So I don't have one. Okay. What's we, your we, least favorite? I don't understand the, the question. So we stream. Right. So what do you uh, use? Oh, I gotcha. I thought you meant actually like, like a, like dish or something. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like do you use Peacock or do you yeah. use... Disney Plus Goodness, or we, Paramount so, Plus. Or, uh, if I had to pick one that I like the most, I guess Netflix is what I, I'd probably pick. Yeah. I watch a lot of different stuff. So, I mean, I, you know, we have Hulu, which watch some stuff on that. We got Netflix. We got HBO Max, which I actually watch a lot of stuff on there. Uh, and crazy enough is I actually watch Roku Live TV, which okay. is really an off deal because they have commercials and everything else that you have to deal with but they have powerlifting on there oh okay uh, Kayla's kind of tired of seeing it on TV <laughs> so uh, I haven't got to watch it a lot here lately <laughs> but but I, I just randomly found that out I didn't so we've had a Roku forever but I didn't realize that there was free uh, kind of live TV on there it's all old stuff so it, they mm-hmm. call it live TV but it, right, there's but nothing like you gotta get there on time to see it yeah, still um, yeah. you know it uh, so I go on there and I found out like oh they got Strongman, oh, that's cool. And so I started watching Strongman stuff on there, and it's really neat. And you get some like especially getting the older ones, you get the guys that are pros now in the worlds in these shows because it's not current. Right? Because it yeah. Interesting. Now I will say it has gone up to 2021, so it is they do have some fairly current stuff, but it goes back, you know, the early 2000s. So it's kind of cool. So where's this leading to? Oh, um, we have a new outro, and you—I I don't know if you've watched the podcast, so you I have probably not. don't know. So um, it goes like this: I'm Bob the Tomato, you're Larry the Cable Guy, and you're watching Netflix. Goodbye.